Praise the Lord. Oh, come on, praise the Lord. How many know when God gives you an assignment, the enemy fights you? Amen. I got up. I didn't really sleep because I had everything. I tried to get everything all right. And, and how about I tried to print my stuff out and I couldn't. <laughs> I had stuff on top of stuff. <laughs> and then I started getting sick. But the devil is a liar. Amen. Amen. The devil is a liar. I, you can be seated. I thank God for all of you who have come out today. And I was sitting back saying, who is this person? I don't even, I don't even want to get up, you know, because I, I, I want to always remain humble. Amen? Amen. If you want God to do anything for you, you better remain humble. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When, uh, when Sister uh, <laughs> Brenda called me, uh, we were supposed to do this last year. But how many know that there's a time and there's a season for everything? And we don't ever want to get ahead of God. Amen? Amen. And so um, I was really fighting it. <laughs> I was really fighting it. I'm like, God, no, no. Because I'm really a behind-the-scenes person. I like to be in the background. Because how many know as an intercessor, that's where your ministry is, first and foremost. Amen? And I thought that I was going to have to come in here and just go to war. But I thank God that there's a sweet spirit in this place. And I thank God for the, the psalmist. Amen? Amen. You could have stayed right there because I would join you right in the river. Amen? <laughs> and Minister Christina, I know you wanted to go. Amen? And I have to start calling her pastor because that's what God is grooming her for. Amen? And she is also a, a chaplain. Amen? Hallelujah. I like to just honor the Lord for this house. Amen. The house that I've come out of. Amen. I thank God for the apostle and the pastor prophet of this house. You hear what I said? I said pastor prophet. Amen. Of the house. And when you grab a hold of the, the offices that sit upon them, you can move in God. He will grow you up because you honor them in the office in which they sit. Amen. Hallelujah. I thank God for every leader in the house today. Hallelujah. And if I miss someone, it's not because I meant to. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, help me, help me, help me, help me. Come on, lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? He is the Lord, the Lord, the Lord, strong and mighty. He is the Lord who is mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors. Huh. Who shall ascend unto the hills of the Lord? And who shall stand in this holy place? He with clean hands and a pure heart. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Come on and bless his holy name, because the Lord, he's in this place. I said, the Lord, he's in this place. Come on, the Lord is in this place. Woo! Come on, come on, come on, come on. You have to learn how to keep the atmosphere stirred. Hallelujah. Come on, come on, come on. We come to chase the devil down today. Come on, with noise that's running out of this house, we want to chase the demons out in the street. Hallelujah. Come on, when you open up your mouth and release prayer, when you open up your mouth and release a sound of war, you can send this noise out into the atmosphere and you command the demons to shut up. You command the devils to flee. 
Oh God, when we send a sound out into the atmosphere, we can change the very thing in the atmosphere in the community. Come on, the Bible says, with a loud noise, huh? We make noise from the sanctuary and we send a sound out into the community. Glory to God. Oh, glory to God. We bless you, Holy Spirit. We thank you now. And we co-labor with you. We co-labor with you. And Father, I say, hide me now behind the cross. Let no flesh glory in me. Father, kill me as dead. I don't want the people to see me, but I only want them to see you through me. Father, I bind every attack of the enemy. I shut down the noise. I shut down the voices of the enemy. I command them to be subject to the people of God. (laughs) Now we cover every household that's represented in this place. And we say, Father, they came in one way. And let them leave forever changed. And we bless you for that today. In the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, have your seats in this place. Hallelujah. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on, come on. We thank God today. I don't like to be restricted. I just like God to move. Amen. So don't look at me all funny. Amen. Because I'm just like you. Hallelujah. I'm no better. I'm just like you. I have frailty just like you. I have issues just like you. And I have to beg God every day. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. We thank God today for the assignment. How much time do I have? Because you know I'll be running. Minister, you know I run, right? I'll be running. I'm like, oh, what happened? I thought I had a lot of stuff. (laughs) And so we're here today. Because we had this topic. We started out last year. Uh, Where's minister? Yes. Minister, sister, minister. We call you by that. Amen. And we were supposed to come last year, and God gave us, you know, I don't know, God always gives me these crazy things. I'm like, God, now I have to fulfill this. Why do you let this stuff come out of my mouth, you know? And we were supposed to, you know, go go up higher and ascend. We were going to hang out in the mountains, you know? But then it was a switch, amen? After a year or so, things just begin to switch because, you know, we came into this new year of this presidency. And I just felt in my heart that something is shifting, amen? And I said, God, you're calling the people, the church, back to a place of prayer, amen? And so I called Minister uh, uh, Brenda, and I said, I, I, I really think that this topic is changing, so um, please run it past the apostle and um, the prophet of the house. And she you know, called me back quickly. She said, you know, you're right. And so with all that's going on in this world, we have to be vigilant. Amen. Amen. We have to be on point about prayer. Amen. And this is not the season where we say, oh, I don't know how to pray. We all know how to pray. You know, read the book. This whole Bible is full of prayers. Amen. Hallelujah. And once you read the book, you know, he'll have you flipping through it and you start writing your own prayers. That's Amen? Right. That's how we learn. Don't ever allow people to intimidate you. Right. Amen? You pray how you pray, you pray how you pray, and I pray how I pray. 
you know, because I like, I like to fight. I'm a warrior, you know, because that enemy used to be picking on me all my life as a little girl, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to get to my subject, but I just want to let you know how I, God kind of drove me into prayer. As a young girl, I would hear his voice, and I didn't know what it was, you know, and then he started showing me things on the wall, and I would say, what is that, you know, and then the flip side, he started showing me demon spirits, and I didn't know that's what they were. Um, when he started showing, um, well, not well, the enemy started showing up. Amen. He would show up. <clears throat> you, I don't know how many people know the Hamburglar back in the yeah. days. And the Hamburglar used to wear um, like a mask. And it was a little thing. He would show up at night, always at night. And he would peek like this at me. And I would sleep with the covers over my head. And I would scream and holler. I was like, Mama, Mama, Mama. And my mom, they would have to get up like 5 in the morning. And so, you know, they were mad at me for waking them up. And they would say, what you talking about? There's nothing in there. I said, Mommy, it's something that's keep peering at me and peering at me. Well, one day I got so tired of these things just vexing me because I couldn't get sleep. And I stood up because I would speak to my mother. My mother I said, what do I say? She said, when you see that thing, you say the blood. And I said, the blood of Jesus. And when I said the blood, that thing disappeared. Because I was in church as a young girl. I, I used to read morning, noon, and night. But I started seeing on my wall um, this image. And I knew it was Jesus. I would have, you know, the Jesus on the wall. And he would be in a long white robe, bronze, long hair, brownish long hair, beard. And his feet, I would see the white sandals. And when I would look at the wall and say, what is this that I'm seeing? It would disappear like a puff, like a, it would do like this. And so as I got older and I began to know that he was beginning to sh open up my eyes and show me things, as I got older, he began to show me visions on the wall again. But this time, he would leave them before my eyes a little longer. And the reason why I think he would leave them before my eyes a little longer, because I, he didn't want me to doubt that he was showing me these things. Amen. And so he would show them to me like a motion picture. And it would go like slow. And then one day, I went to look like this. And I said, is that what I'm seeing? And I went back, and it's like he showed it to me. And this last vision that he showed me was, um, I want to say it was, and this is me, I want to say it was Ezekiel on the chariot with the white horse. Uh, and he had something in his hand, I don't remember. And, and, and the horse, his, his, his person was like going like this. And I said, I can't believe you're showing me this. But then the flip side, he showed me something coming through like streams of water. But then they turned black. And so I don't know why I'm going here, but this is how God trained me. Amen? So he trains us up. So I can say to you, when he begins to open up your eye gates, pay attention. Amen? And if you don't understand it, begin to write it down. I have books on top of books on top of books. I just write all over the place. Don't ask me where the stuff is because I can't find it. But I, I, write, I write things. Amen? <laughs> and so today, and this is kind of loud, <laughs> we, our theme is Church Arise, a call to pray. Amen? How many know that we can change the trajectory of this nation? 
But the only way we can do this is through unified and strategic prayer. Amen? I don't know why y'all want me to flip through these pages, but you know, I'm, one day I'm going to get me a laptop and I'm just going to be doing all that cute stuff. Amen? Amen. It is our responsibility as ambassadors, amen, and as citizens that possess dual citizenship. Ask me, what is that, dual citizenship? Amen. You know, when we're born into a country, we're considered citizens of that country, amen? And when we're born as believers, we are given the legal right to access, amen, and have authority to represent and to guard this king and his kingdom. Amen? You understand? Hallelujah. But tell somebody that there is order in the kingdom. Come on. There's order in the kingdom. And before we can properly engage, we must learn how the kingdom functions. Amen? Glory to God. So we cannot do a thing, the same things that we did in that last season, we can't bring them into this season and try to operate in this season. Amen? Tell somebody that there are rules for every season. There are rules of engagement. Let's do this again. For every new season, there are rules for engagement. Hallelujah. And so if you're not following me, just tell me, because I'd I, I be all over the place anyway. <laughs> and I, 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 I say today, after I was going through this message, I'm saying, God, I, you know, I just want for you to unpack it, because he gave me so much, and I'm trying to still unpack it. Amen? Amen. But how many know that we're in a point and we're at a time that God wants for us to raise the level of prayer? Amen? Amen. He wants for us to raise the level of sustained prayer so that we can usher in the glory of God. Hallelujah. The very presence of God. This sister today, she, she was right there. She was right there. I was almost afraid to come up here because you were in the vein. And that's where God wants us to be. Amen. Right where he wants us to be. Because we as ambassadors as, and as and citizens of this kingdom our job is to flip the mindset of church as usual and learn how to get over here and learn him and learn his kingdom so that we can do our job, and that is to usher in this kingdom assignment. Amen? Amen. Come on, tell your neighbor, it's not church as usual. Not church as usual. We know that prayer is a very powerful weapon. Amen? So why is it that the prayer meetings are not very well attended. Why? Hallelujah. And because of that, this is why the enemy can come into our house and do what he want to do. Turn me over to Matthew 11, 12. It's going to be really quick. It's just for you to see it. Amen. Ready? Matthew eleven twelve reads this way. It says, and from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom suffers violence and the violence take it by force. In other words, there's nothing new under the sun. 
Christians who believe in Jesus and preach this kingdom message have suffered great resistance and persecution for centuries, even as far back as in the days of John the Baptist. And many have even became martyrs for the sake of this gospel and for the sake of their beliefs. Hallelujah. And if there's ever been a time, the time is right now, amen, to pray. Come on, somebody say pray. Pray. Glory to God. We are witnessing unrest and conflict in every system of this world. Amen? How many know that we have seven systems? We hear them called systems, mountains, or cultures. Amen? And do you know what they all are? Come on. We have government. We have education. We have family, we have church, we have business, we have arts and media and entertainment. Did I get them all? How many is that? Six? There's one more. Which which one is it? Come on, somebody help me. I said education, yes? Hallelujah. Come help me one second. Family. Is that that's seven? They can work together. Okay. I thought I was nuts today. All right. Amen. And so all of us here fall in one, of, one or more of these categories. And today, I want to challenge you to find your sphere. Find where you fit. Amen? And when God begins to show you where your, where your strength is and where you belong, it will help you to pray. Amen? I was in government for a very long time. And I was in the criminal justice area. And so I had to deal with demons. I, my desk was right where um, the prisoners would come up from... Um, the marshals, amen? And every time I would sit at my desk and they would open that gate, it, it, was just, it would just hurt me in my gut. It would like clank, clank, and everything would just shake inside of me. And, and, and I got to the point where God, you know, I, I like being in government, but that, those demons were just something, you know? And so find your sphere because we belong someplace. And when you find where you belong, you can become very effective in prayer. Because God will give you strategies as to how to take down and dismantle those strongholds. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. So, did I tell you one of the places that we have uh, begun to see a great transitioning? So as I was saying, we are witnessing a lot of global unrest and conflict in every system of this world. 
and we begin by seeing it in the government, amen? The governmental system, we have been experiencing, or we have already witnessed the changing of the gods with the transitioning of our president from one president to the other, amen? And there's great chaos within the political system as there's no, there's no trust and there is great division, amen? The media is known to be full of slander and accusations. The educational system has been caught up in a lot of politics and not politics, but protests and, and rioting. Amen? Senseless, just senseless. And the family have been, become very disconnected. Amen? Nations, nations are warring against nations. Lawlessness is running rampant through the streets. Amen? Where are the intercessors? Where are the watchmen on the wall? Come on, where are you? Where are you? Where are you? God's eyes are searching because he's trying to locate you. Amen? They have left, and I'm not going to say they, I'm going to say we have left our post and have fallen off of our watches. And as a result, the city gates have been opened and the hedges have been torn down. Come on. Ezekiel 33, 6 in the living translation reads this way. It says, but if the watchman sees the enemy coming and doesn't sound the alarm and warn the people, he says, what does he say? Come on, people. What does he say? What does he say? Mm. He said that you will be responsible for their deaths. And he said, and I will charge you for their deaths. That means that their blood is going to be on our hands. So we as watchmen, and watchman is, is another term for prophets in the house. They're the shamar, the shamar prophets. They're the ones that guard, amen? They're the ones that guard. And, and those that are called to be uh, ushers in the house, or what can you call them, security? They're the first, first points of contact. When people come in that door, they should be so alert and so astute. Amen. Don't be caught up gossiping. Don't be caught up looking at what people are wearing. Don't be caught up in, what she wear that for today? And oh, she think, no. Your job is to man that door. First point of contact. Because you know, anyone can come through that door and try to take the, the people of God out. And their first, their first assignment is to try to take down the, the leaders in the house. Where are the intercessors? And where are the watchmen, hallelujah. The church, the church has become very complacent, people. And the place has lost or stepped away from its proper position. Glory to God. And as a result, the enemy has gained ground. He's infiltrated our local houses. He's bringing in a watered-down gospel, and he's releasing the spirit of religion over the people. Tell somebody that God wants his church back. Hallelujah. And he's commanding that the church arise in this hour. Come on, if you believe it, say amen. Amen. What, What does it mean to arise? Webster's dictionary describes it this way. It means to get up from sitting, lying, kneeling. It means to be awakened or to wake up. It means to come into being. 
It means to move upward, to mount, or to ascend. Now, this word arise is synonymous, meaning it's equivalent in meaning or it implies the same idea. And I want to look at this word position because this word position speaks of condition, it speaks of circumstance, it speaks of posture, it speaks of, or it also speaks of state, a state of being. Now this word, it also refers to location, a strategic area, an occupied place. Now I don't know about you, but that sounds like intercession to me. Hallelujah. Y'all too quiet for me. (laughs) Amen, amen. I'm going to just spit it out. Now, we are in a season where God is bringing the body of Christ back to a position of alignment. What did you say today? entered into a new year, 2017. Amen? And I believe that this year is a very significant year. As we will begin to see a lot of transition and shifting taking place, all seasons and cycles are beginning to break. Amen? Many of us have come through a rough year. I know I have. And we didn't know how we were going to make it. But if it had not been for the Lord. Come on, slip their hands up. Slip your hands up and just say, thank you for keeping me. Glory to God. Now this year came in like, like a, with such a vengeance. Amen. And many of you know that I lost my father, you know. And, and, and it's been a lot of deaths right after it. But God still gets glory. You ought to just thank him for keeping you. Amen? Woo! 2017 is a year of completion and perfection. And we also um, came into the Jewish New Year. Actually, we came into the Jewish New Year in September, Rosh Hashanah, because um, they are like three months ahead of us. Amen? We better pay attention to them. We can learn a lot. Amen? Now this year, 5777, the year of the sword, or some people call it the year of the clashing sword. Because we know there's more going on in heaven. You're going to hear those swords clashing. Glory to God. And as we look at this number, 5777, we have the number 5 which means grace, amen? And we have triple sevens, amen? But in between the triple sevens, there are double sevens, amen? And so I like to reference that double seven with the scripture in Hebrews that talks about the double-edged sword or the two-edged sword, amen? And in the New King James, it reads this way. It says, for the word of God is living and is powerful, 
and is sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and joints and marrow, and it is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of our hearts. Now, in this season, as we're being realigned, some people call it reset, relaunch, recalibrated. There's a lot of prophetic words because, you know, we all have prophetic, we have prophetic voices, a lot of prophetic voices in the house. And so when you hear prophetic word, you have to grab it and apply it to you. You know what I mean? You have to get your own prophetic word. Amen. Seek the Father. It has to be according to his word. Amen. We cannot be prophesying out of our own flesh. Amen. Because then we become witches. We become false prophets. Amen. So I, I say this word is symbolic. The sword is symbolic of the pruning and the circumcising process. And when God begins to identify those who are his he begins to put marks of distinction upon us. Amen? We don't want to go through cutting. We don't want to go through pruning. But it's a necessary process. In order for us to grow, he has to break some stuff off of us. Amen? Mm, and the reason why he needs to break those things off of us because we cannot carry those same things into the next season. How many know that God placed upon each and every one of us a special grace to do a thing? You have a grace, you have a grace, you have a grace in order for you to operate in it. And sometimes the grace that's sitting upon you, people can identify it as being who you are. So it kind of becomes like your trademark. Mm -hmm. So if, if, if they know that you are one that likes to sing, that's your, that's your grace. Amen? If you know they know you to be the warfare person, the person that pray, that becomes your grace. That's how people recognize you. Amen? Hallelujah. Am I helping somebody today? Glory to God. So when he puts this mark of approval upon us, as we grow from season to season and we mature, as I said, he takes us through this cutting process. Amen? So there is a cutting away, and there is a cutting off, and there's a cutting through. Amen? And this sort of cutting it, 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 it's the way when Jesus comes, he's going to come with a sword. But what he's going to do, he's going to take that sword and he's going to cut unrighteousness yes. from righteousness. He's going to cut his sheep from the goats. Amen. Uh -huh. That's how he identifies who we are. Right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So this sword is going to be a powerful thing. And what time? Am I supposed to? And he will begin to challenge us, amen, to the very core of who we are through this piercing, amen. That piercing is going to show the motives and the intentions of our heart. And it's going to help him to locate 
the true extent of our commitment to this kingdom mandate, which is to pray. Amen? Amen, somebody. And I think I've kind of skipped ahead, but I'm going to keep on going. Amen? Turn over with me, if you will, to the book of Revelation, chapter 1. Minister could come and preach this thing because I know we done heard this. How long? We've been in the book of Revelation for like an eternity. <laughs> and as, you, as you're turning, I want to just give you a brief backdrop. Amen? Here in the book of Revelation, we find the apostle John. And he's the one that walked with Jesus. He was called his uh, disciple. Amen? And John was the one that gave a testimony of Jesus. Amen? Are you there? We starting at one. We just going to walk through. Amen. We just going to walk through. Just find me there because I don't even know. <laughs> and we find John exiled on the Isle of Patmos. And he was imprisoned in the era of the Roman Empire. Amen. And he was imprisoned for giving testimony of Jesus. Now, this place called Patmos is where they sentence Christians to hard labor and even death. Why? For their belief in Jesus. Some Bible commentary says that John was well in his 90s, and he was the only surviving disciple, you know, so he outlived his fellow disciples, amen, because they were martyred. They were put to death because they testified of Jesus. John was the only one that escaped death unharmed, even after he was put in boiling hot oil. And the Bible says, or the commentary says, that he was tortured in this oil. He didn't scream he didn't cry. All he did was continue to testify of Jesus. My question to you today is, are you willing to become a martyr for this gospel? Jesus. Now, while John was in prison... He had a vision. Somebody find that scripture. What is it? John 1 9. What is it, Minister? John 1 9. 1 9, yes? So he had, a, he had a vision and he was taken up into heaven. Hallelujah. I'm trying to find it. I need to read my book. I was writing it down. And so he had a visitation, basically. Amen? And in the, in the vision, he heard a voice. And, the, and, and he, let me read the Bible. Somebody get the scripture, because I don't want to just speak. Amen. Somebody read it for me, because I'm trying to read from my notes, and I'm not having a very good time. Mm-hmm. 
On the Lord's Day. <laughs> mm hmm. Dead. Mm, 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 mm. Now, those seven candlesticks, they're the pastors. Amen? And, and the lamps, the lampstands are the churches or the, the congregation or the assemblies, if you will. Now, John's responsibility was to write in the scroll those seven letters and take them, visit every one of those churches, and tell them of their condition. Amen? And when he told them of their condition, he told them to repent. And he says, he that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying unto the churches. Hallelujah. Well, one thing in studying, when God says, if you don't repent, he's going to take the candlestick, he's going to remove it, that means he's going to shut your church down. He's going to remove you off the map because you're no longer uh, needed. Amen. You're no longer worthy of preaching. You're not effective. Amen. To preach this gospel. So let me do away with you. Amen. How many know that we don't want to be that church? So I ask this question to you today. Which church do you belong to? 
Now, when we look at the condition of these churches, the first church was Ephesus. And you'll find that in Revelation 2, 1, and 7. And minister read it, pastor read it. Amen? And this church at Ephesus had forsaken her first love. And the church of Samaria, you'll find that church in Revelation 2, 8 through 11. Revelation 2, 8 through 11. And this church would be the persecuted church. And the church in Pergamon, you'll find that church in Revelation 2, 12 through 17. And this church needed to repent. The church in Thyatria, Thyatria, okay. <laughs> You'll find that church in Revelation 2.18 through 29. And that's the church of uh, the false prophet. But, you know, I have so many different, you know, oh, no. my husband to print stuff. I hope he's got everything. Okay. The other church is the church at Sardis. And this church is the church that had fallen asleep. And I had different... Uh, Church of Philadelphia. Ah, the church that endured patiently. Hallelujah. The church of that brotherly love, right? Now, this is the church I want to say to you don't get caught up in this church. The church of Laodicea. Laodicea. And you find that church in Revelation 3, 14 through 22. And this church is the lukewarm church. Come on, what does the Bible say? He said he'd rather that we be hot or cold. Because he said if we're lukewarm, he's going to spit us out of his mouth. <laughs> Don't be that Laodicea church. Don't be that church. Amen? Hallelujah. So those are the seven churches. And I'll ask this question again because I think we have to take a break. Which church do you belong to? Find yourself in this church because guess what? The churches that we've read about in Revelation exist today. Amen? You don't want to be in a church where the pastor, you're paying homage to the pastor, you fill in his pockets, and you're running around with a humpty. Amen? You don't want to be in a church where you need, you really, really need, and they want to take three and four and five offerings. Amen? Amen. Come on now. You don't want to be in a church where they never open up the book. They just speaking from their own flesh. 
Stay away from that church. That church will kill you. Amen? So these are the churches. Amen? And I, I wanted to get to that point, and I think we're going to pause right here. Amen? So I can collect my thoughts and drink some water. Amen? I think we have a 15-minute break. Is that right? Amen. So go in peace. Amen. Could you put on just a little bit of music so I can kind of get in the spirit? Amen. Hallelujah. Is this all right today? Hallelujah. I don't want y'all to fall asleep. So, you know, sometimes you got to get up. Amen. And, And get engaged. Amen. Amen. I don't want to overload you with a lot of information. So I hope that what I've shared, that you have it, and you wrote the scriptures down, and in the privacy of your home, in your study time, you learn. Let God download. Amen? Because he's pouring out wisdom and knowledge, and he's given us understanding like never before. Amen? So whatever you desire of him, ask of him. He said he would give it to us. Amen? According to his will. Amen? So ask him. Say, God, I don't understand these scriptures. Give me wisdom. Give me knowledge. And he'll do it. He'll unlock the portals of your mind. And he will download intelligence. Amen? Intelligence. Because we are intelligent people. You got to allow God to just shift your mind from this church age. Because we are kingdom. Amen? Our mandate is towards the kingdom. Because he's coming back. Amen? He's coming back for his church, his bride. Hallelujah. And let me tell you, he's not coming as a baby in the manger. He's coming as a roaring lion. Amen. He's already mounting up. He's already mounted up with his sword in his thigh. He's already ready to ride his white horse. Amen. He's going to strip this, this, this earth as we know. He's going to turn it upside down and he's going to dismantle that enemy that think he's running the show. Amen. He let him run for a little while. Amen. But he's about to get stripped and kicked out. Hallelujah. He said he's going to make the kingdoms of this world, the kingdoms of our Lord. Hallelujah. Because he's bad like that. Oh, he's bad like that. Yes, he is. He's bad all by himself. Glory to God. Come on, I love the Lord. I don't know about you. And, and I'm, I'm a worshiper. I love to get in the river of God. Anybody that know me, I like to get in prayer, and I like to get in the river. So when I have to stand up here, I don't know what to do, because I like to be in the river. I like to be in the, I like to go there, amen? And I don't like nobody, don't touch me when I'm in the river. Don't you dare touch me. Don't you take me from that place. What's wrong with you? My kids will tell you, when I get in my place, I would, I would wait when, when the Lord had me stay home because I, I had to take some time home. And I would get up early. And my neighbors thought I was nuts. I'm telling you. I would blow my chauffeur up. And I'd turn my music sky high. And I'd run around. I'm shouting and I'm screaming. It got so bad that I was laying in the floor one day. <laughs> and my daughter came home and said, Mommy, Mommy. I'm like, girl, what? She said, I can hear you all the way down the street. <laughs> and I said, I'm sorry. And then it's like another time I was in, the, in my floor in the living room, and I was just going in. And the mailman knocked on the door. He said, 
what's that you playing? He said, I don't even want to go finish delivering the mail. He said, he said, he said, I'll be back. He said, I'll be back. He said, he said, I'm your mailman, but they're going to move me to Mount Vernon. But he said, I'll be back. What's the name of that song? (laughs) So I'm here to just encourage you to find your place in God. It don't take, it doesn't take a long time. You just have to be honest with who you are. You have to find your identity. Amen. You cannot be like someone else. Be who you are. Because God can only use you for who you are. Amen. He needs your mouth. He needs, he needs to hear your mouth summons him. Amen? If, if you try to pick up somebody else's spirit, he's going to say, who is that? That's not my daughter. Come on now. Find your identity. Find your place in God and function there. Find your place in prayer and function there. Amen? Come on. Glory to God. And for the sake of time, I don't want to, it's a beautiful day and all of that, hallelujah. I just want to just um, give you some declarations and some decrees, amen? And because we live in the state of New York, we have to always make petitions over the region in which we live, amen? Over this state, the city, amen, the government, the world. But because we're in New York, we're going to kind of tailor these prayers, these declarations to New York. And I'm going to tell you, not, not all of them came from Michelle, because what I do is I get declarations, and I take them, and I tweak them, and I make them mine. That, and that's what we can do. We're not plagiarizing over here. We're going to take, we're going to take what we learn by the Spirit of God, use the Word, as long as it line up with the Scriptures, amen? And you tweak them. You tweak them. You make them personal to you, amen? Hallelujah. So I want you to just stand up. And just repeat after me, if I'm going to try to get you to repeat. Hallelujah. According to Proverbs 10, 25, and 30, we're going to say, uproot any structure that is ruling New York, break up and dry up all financial ties linked to the spirit of Baal. Release and recover recover. generational inheritances inheritances that have been held up and and stolen. stolen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. According to Exodus, and if you want to sit down, if you want to just write it, I don't want to confuse you. I just want to make some declarations, amen, whatever's, you know, good for you. According to Exodus 23 through 17, it says, let Moral values, come on, return to the state of New York. According to Daniel 7 and 18, I'm going to give you the scripture. I just want you to get the scripture if you can write it or download it. There is a revolution arising in New York. There's a momentum shift. The advancement of the kingdom is accelerating. According to Esther 4 and 14 and Judges 4, 14 and 5 and 13. I know it's a lot. I'm just going to give them to you. Amen. Amen. God has chosen New York, chosen New York 
to help turn paradigms. Let the anointing for trailblazing and expansion be now released over New York. Hallelujah. Isaiah 42 and 6 and 7. New York has a unique ability to solve problems. We thank you, Father, for wisdom and revelation coming to New York. Hallelujah. Chronicles, Second Chronicles 15 and 7. God is using the pain of our past to loosen the strongholds of injustice over the state of New York. We are walking now in our national mandate. Joshua 1 and 1, 9 and 13. The state of New York shall walk a new path of transformation. Second Chronicles 7, 12 and 16. New York is uncovering the root issues. We thank you now that you are cleansing the land. Hallelujah. Now, according to Deuteronomy 21, 8 and 9, and Revelation 19 and 6. Father, we repent for every false claim of ownership made on New York. We decree and we declare that New York is dedicated to the Most High God. Come on, y'all have to get excited, amen? I'm reading them, I'm reading them, but I want you to get them in your spirit because I said you have to make declarations over the city or the state, wherever you live, even over your household. So whatever you decree and you declare, it shall be. Hallelujah. But you have to believe it according to your faith. Use the word, amen, to make strong declarations. Glory to God. Amos 9, 11 through 15. We call forth a pure sound of worship that shall dismantle and counteract every demonic sound that's in the earth. We release a divine destination to the spirit of worship over New York. Hallelujah. Oh, come on. Hallelujah. 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 We shall decree a thing and it shall be established. Glory to God. How many know that the first thing that God gave man was land? And he, and he made, he required that we become good stewards over it. Yes. Amen. So today we pray 
that every defilement that's been released over the land, hallelujah, is being wiped away in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. According to Romans 5 and 17 and Romans 6 and 18, we decree that New York is the plumb line. It is the measuring line of righteousness. And we declare today that we have the plumb line in our hands. Hallelujah. Come on, I need y'all to be excited. Come on, be excited. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy 8 and 18. We declare that the supply lines of wealth is being opened over New York and over the nations. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, according to Malachi 3, 10 and 12, we decree and we declare that the Malachi anointing is over New York and we break today every curse of the devourer and we rebuke today every devouring spirit that's over the state of New York. Come on, get excited about that. Hallelujah. Come on, can you handle some more? Zechariah, let me see. No, no, you don't have to repeat. In Zechariah 3, 9, we decree and we declare that our course has already been set. Iniquity is being removed this day from this land. Glory to God. Malachi 4, 5, and 6. We decree and we declare that the heart of the fathers shall turn to their children and the heart of the children shall turn to their father in the state of New York. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Romans 13 and 11. We decree and we declare that the state of New York is being restored to a new dimension of awakening. We decree and we declare that salvation is right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, one more. Come on. First Timothy 2 and 4. We decree and we declare that the, every person that reside in the state of New York shall be saved. Oh, come on, somebody. They shall be. 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 Glory to God. They shall be. They shall be. They shall be saved. They shall be saved. They shall be healed. They shall be delivered. They shall be set free. Glory to God. We send these declarations over the city and the state and the nation. 
We thank you now, Father, that you've heard our declarations. Now, mighty God, we put you on the scene and we say, God, come now, come now, full of power. Come now, full of power. Come now, full of power. Father, we co-labor with you and we say, God, do it for us. Everything that we have decreed, everything that we have declared, hallelujah, we say it shall be so. It shall be so. It shall be so. It shall be so. Matthew 6 and 9 says that the kingdom has come in the state of New York. So come on, the kingdom has come and thy will is being done in the state of New York. Come on, strong declarations. You have to believe what you're decreeing and declaring. Come on, guess what? The enemy don't like to hear this. He runs away. You better know how to put that devil to flight. And let me tell you something. And when you war and when you decree, you got to stop. You got to make some noise. Come on, because we are warriors. We are warriors. We have to make noise. Come on, with our whole body. We have to clap. We have to stomp. We have to scream. We have to point. We have to tell that devil where to go. Come on. We have to take it by force. Come on, you think the enemy is going to let go of the New York City? You think we're going to say, oh, Mr. Devil, just let go of our city. We want our city back, devil. We want our money. Please give us our money. Oh, devil, you've been sitting on my family for so long. Please let them go. No, you have to tell that devil, get up out of my house. Get up off of my finances. Let my people go. According to Judges 7.21, we decree and we declare that every church in the state of New York will stand in its position of authority. Oh, come on, somebody. Colossians 4, 2 and 3. We decree... And we declare that we shall lift up every spiritual leader in New York. And we shall speak words of blessing, victory, strength, and peace. Glory to God. You ready for some more? According to Psalms 10, no, 103 and 20, and, he, and I hope I have these right, Hebrew 1 and 14, we decree, we decree. and we declare, we declare that breakthrough angels are now being deployed over the city and over the state of New York. So we send our angels now. They're now being deployed, and they're releasing breakthrough on our behalf. Ephesians 4 and 3. We decree and we declare that we shall make every effort in New York 
to become a unified church. So we speak unity over the church of New York City. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory. Hallelujah. Zacharias, Zachariah, three and seven. We decree, we decree and, we and we declare that New York City, York City is the meeting point for the nations. The and, we and we possess the strategic key. The strategic key. Oh, come on, somebody. You should have shouted right there. Yeah. We hold the key. Hold the key. Come on. Of New York City. It is the meeting place. Philippians 3, 13 and 14. We decree and we declare that New York City is ahead of the enemy's plan. And by faith, we are moving forward, and we will never back up again. First Samuel 30, 18 and 19. We decree and we declare that New York City has the redemptive plan of fullness. And we decree and we declare that our wealth and prosperity is being released and it is linked to our full recovery. Oh, come on, somebody. Come on, you have to learn how to go after your finances. Hebrews 12, 14, and 15. We decree and we declare that the people of New York will join forces in prayer and we will mobilize this city. And we decree and we declare that we will not compete with one another. We decree that God is moving on behalf of New York City. Oh, come on, clap right there. I got some more. I got more. <laughs> Hebrews 12, 26 and 28. We decree and we declare that the iniquities that has been holding and sitting on the land of New York City is now being shaken. It's now being shaken. It's now being shaken. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. We decree and we declare According to Micah 2 and 13, this is the year 
that New York City, York City breaks, through, breaks through and the presence of God, presence will, of God will manifest in New York City. some more for you. Jeremiah 31, 16 and 17. We decree and we declare that the harvest field of New York City is coming forth. Hallelujah. Come on, shout right there. Come on, do you want your harvest? Come on, you have to decree it. You have to pull it in. You have to command it to come. It's not going to just get up and just walk to you. You have to go after it and come and get it. Yes. Yes. <sighs> I like this one. Galatians 5 and 1. We decree and we declare that the mentality of the captive and the victim mindsets is now being stripped off of the people of New York. And we decree and we declare that we are moving in our new sphere of authority. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. And I think this is the last one, amen, and then we're going to pray. Genesis 1, 1, and Genesis 2, 1 through 4. Now, don't hold me because, you know, I'll be writing so much, I might have them kind of mixed up, but you find them. God going to make you study. Amen? Because we are fallible. We men. You know, we can fail. We decree and we declare. With wisdom, with wisdom and, knowledge. and knowledge. Come on, clap right there. Give God praise. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, come on, hallelujah. Come on, turn it up, turn it up, turn it up, turn it up. Come on, it has to go up, go up, go up, go up. Oh, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. He can't have all shut Rukotabo Shatai Rikandai Ramando Babo Shata Hikandio Sata Rakatabahata Hekotabosha Father we thank you today we thank you for another opportunity to come and release the word Father we say bless this word let it not return unto you void of power now, Father, every person that's gathered in this place, God, that have released declarations, Father, give them the wisdom, give them the knowledge, give them the ability. Father, whatsoever they're believing you for, we decree today that it shall be. We decree today that we've already sent the breakthrough angels out into the atmosphere and that breakthroughs is coming on their behalf. We thank you today that whatever they need, God, is coming because the breakthrough angels have already gone. The breakthrough angels have already gone. The breakthrough angels are breaking through. The breakthrough angels are breaking forth. 
The breakthrough angels are breaking through and they're breaking forth for you.